Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Laredo, your host. So um, have you ever been in a situation where you convinced yourself that something that did not happen actually did? Or did you convince yourself of a lie that actually was, you can convince yourself that it was true? Um, it's amazing how your brain works. And I'll give you an example. I shared a story at a keynote I did recently where, uh, years ago I was in uh, New York city and I, um, jumped in a cab. I was there for business. I jumped in a cab and, and I, I gave the cab driver the address and I said, um, I said, you know, this is the address. And the cab driver said, uh, okay, are you sure? And I thought that's kind of a weird question for the cab driver. I said, yeah, I mean, am I sure of the address? He said, yeah. He said, you sure you want me to take you there? I said, yeah. I mean, why would I not be, why would I have jumped in a cab? I'm thinking, why would I have jumped in a cab if I did not want cab driver to take me? I said, yes. He said, okay, you sure? I said, yes. I, I was like on a time concern. I had a business meeting. He's like, all right. And he proceeded to drive about 300 feet. Drove just around the corner, weird, stopped and said, okay, here you go. That's $5. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, and there's the building. I had no idea. Here I was thinking I knew my way around, trying to act like I knew my way around the city. I didn't. Um, and uh, in any event, so it was kind of a funny story. But recently, not a, lot, a little bit ago, I had a friend tell me a story about a time where he went to New York City and uh, jumped in a cab and gave the address to a cab, to the cabbie. And uh, the cabbie said, you sure? And he said, yeah, and sure, yeah, yeah, drove him 300 feet. And I'm listening to this story. I'm like, that didn't happen. And uh, he got done with the story. And I said, when did that happen? And he said, oh, it was a long, long, long time ago, years and years ago. I said, yeah. Okay. Well, no, it didn't happen. I said, that was my story that happened to me and you stole it. What's the deal? I don't get it. Where, where do you come off it, taking my story and turn it into yours? Uh, and we went back and forth for a little bit and I, I'm, I'm, and he's like, no, 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 that definitely happened to me. I said, no, no, no. I told that to you years ago when that had happened and somehow that got translated into your own brain as that was you. And he finally realized, you know what? Yeah, I think you're right. He said, I could picture like the cabbie's face. I could picture where I was. I said, he said, you know what? I think what it was is you had told that story and I just materialized it on my head in such detail that as time passed, I couldn't differentiate really whether it happened and I was just recounting the story. Uh, but I felt like it had happened to me. So it was unintentional. I believe that totally unintentional, but it just was one of these things that was so ingrained in his head. And he had had such a clear picture of it that he 
manufactured in his mind. His mind accepted it as that was actually him leading, going through that. He imagined it, but it was truly felt like it was real and he had experienced it. So it just made me think about the power of this, right? I mean, this is visualization. This, And I love visualization. The power of just how you can see something in your mind and get it so clear and so real that you can't distinguish it between reality and 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 just thinking it in your mind. It truly feels real. And it takes practice. What I've learned is visualization is actually a skill that takes practice. When you do it over and over again, that ultimately it changes just how you think. You know, I, I told, I think, a long time ago, the story about Jack Nichol- Nicholas, uh, the golfer. And I'll tell it again just because I love telling the story. And if you didn't catch this episode a while back... Um, where Jack was at a golf uh, tournament. I'm, I'm sorry, he was at a uh, press conference after a golf tournament, and he made the comment um, very casually. He said, you know, I've never three-putted in a major tournament before. And I think the title of the podcast was something about Jack Nicholas. what you learned from Jack's uh, three-putts. So, uh, but for those of you, I'll tell it again. Uh, for, so he said, you know, I've never three-putted in a major tournament. There was a sports writer that was in the back and he's thinking, that's not right. Jack's three-putted before in a major tournament. I, I, he definitely has. And he's thinking, okay, do I say something? Do I not? Raised his hand. He said, Mr. Nicholas, all due respect here. Um, you, you have three-putted. You said you've never three-putted. You have. Jack thought for a minute and, and he said, um, no, no, no. I've never three-putted before in a major tournament. And he went on and, and the sports writer was like, well, no, he definitely has. He did right here in this tournament. We just finished. He raised his hand again. Mr. Nicholas, again, all due respect, you're the you know greatest of all time. But you did three-putt. You actually three-putted on this tournament you just played right here on this course. Jack thought for a minute and, and he said, no, I've never three-putted before. And uh, the sports writer is like, what the? I don't get it. And he, he's like, I'm, I can't let this go. Mr. Nicholas. Again, with all due respect, you did just three putt. I literally saw you. It was, it was only about an hour and a half ago, maybe maybe even less. It was on the 16th hole. You remember your approach shot. You were like, you had a 30-foot putt. Your putt, you lagged like 10 feet. That was your first putt. Your second putt, remember you lipped it out and then you tapped it in for a third putt. It was right there. Literally, you can see the green from here is 16th green. It was only like an hour, maybe an hour and a half ago, right there. You remember that? And Jack thought for a minute and said, no, I've never three put in a major tournament. <laughs> what the? I wait, this, this guy's like beside himself. I don't get it. Why is he lying? That's nothing to lie. Who cares? And he goes up to his, his trainer afterwards. He's like, well, what's the deal with Jack? I mean, honestly, that's not that big of a deal. Everybody three puts. And the trainer said, you know, I'm sure deep down inside Jack, if he really searched hard, he could remember that he's three-putted before, but he can choose to adopt your way of thinking or his. Think about this. The next time Jack is standing over his second putt on the 18th hole of the final round and he has to make this putt to win, what are the chances he's going to think that he's going to miss? And suddenly the sports writer was like, okay, I get it. I get it. All right. This is how people at that level think. I mean, truly. They're masters at this. They change their mindset. They, they visualize something so clearly. In that case, Jack convinced himself he never three putts. So much to the point he truly doesn't, he believes he does not three putt. He believes that's the truth. And he chooses to really um, 
just think about that. And hey, okay, I've got all the confidence in the world. I mean, think about that, honestly. If he knew he never three-putted, stand over his second putt, he'd have all this confidence. Like, okay, I'm at ease. I'm confident. I'm relaxed. It's an easy putt. I know I'm going to make it. Whatever. This is like every day. This is just who I am. I make my second putt. I don't three-putt. I make my second putts. Everybody else three-putts. I don't. I make my second putts. You can use this for anything. I mean, I was talking to somebody recently and, and who was doing a big presentation and and we got to the point where she said, you know what, I, I do better when I actually have things thrown at me that I'm not expecting. I said, that's fantastic. I said, now you know, because you know that and believe that, that every time in the future, what most people really fret about and think about, especially public speakers is, okay, what if I'm throwing a curveball in the middle of my presentation or somebody asks a tough question? I know I, I used to stress about that. Um, and, and for her, that became a strength. I hope they do. Cause that's my best. That's when my best comes out is when I get a curveball. because I handle stuff like that really, really well. Uh, it's amazing. You know, and I, everybody has these short circuits. They've, you've got this pattern in your mind that when something happens, you're trained to believe a certain thing will be the outcome, but you can rewire that. You can actually rewire that pattern in your mind. You can rewire that loop and so that you can connect it with something different. It just takes practice. If you're the type of person that says, hey, I, I really struggle under pressure. When it's high pressure, I fail. I crumble under pressure. Well, you actually could retrain and reframe your mind to believe truly that you perform at your best when you're under pressure. Truly. Nothing changes other than really what you really believe. And when you believe that, you, your performance is incredible. It's unbelievable how well that works. Uh, so interesting story, interesting thought um, about the power of that. And I want you to just pay attention to that now. Just think about that. As you, and especially as time goes on, you know, we convince ourselves it's something. Do you ever have a dream and you're like, you can't distinguish, was that a dream or was it real? Did that happen? Especially something that was a while ago. Did that happen or did I just dream about that? Did, was I daydreaming about that or did that actually happen? That's what I'm talking about. The fud, the line is fuzzy. And if you truly do tell yourself what you want to believe over and over and over again, ultimately you do. You believe it. I mean, truly. And when you believe it and you know it, it's going to happen. That's bound to happen. If you truly believe and you've, you know, those of you who play basketball, you get that feeling like you just know you're going to get this shot. You just feel like everything just, this is perfect. It happens. You get the shot. You make the shot. It happens in sports. It happens in business. It happens in life. It happens in everything. So unbelievably powerful stuff. Um, so that's my uh, thoughts for the day. Hope that was helpful. Um, as always, interested in your thoughts for the day. So reach out to me. Let me know what's on your mind. What's challenge challenges you're facing, problems, questions, all that kind of stuff. Successes. I want to hear your successes. Uh, and as always, I appreciate when you like, share, and subscribe. And of course, go down below, give a five-star review. Thanks. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.